Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. I'd like to welcome special guest, actor Ben Munoz. How you doing, Ben? What's up, my brother? How are you? Doing great, man. Not bad for a Friday morning. Right, right. Yeah, same here. Everything's good. As long as we ain't pushing daisies yet, we're good. <laughs> right? <laughs> it can always be worse. <laughs> So, man, why don't you tell me about yourself, man, and uh, what you do? Um, I'm just a, a simple man with ghetto plans from San Bernardino, from San Bernardino, uh, California, uh, known and incorporated with the, the word or term uh, Inland Empire, i.e. Uh, I was born in San Bernardino and... Uh, as a young man, I went to school here, and then my parents decided to move to uh, Bloomington slash Fontana, and uh, boy, was it tough being a Latino in them woods. But yeah, then I uh, I joined the Marines in uh, 80 through 86, um, and uh, in 2013, I had an opportunity to be in a film, and how that transpired with just happenstance it was uh doing a good deed and it just continued down doing my first movie uh a father's journey with uh david fernandez jr from end of watch uh, joy medina the comedian wow uh, lu pizarro uh yeah so it, it, it's been an a, amazing journey uh, i haven't done anything much this year uh, because of this covid but um there's some things in the works and I'm choosing my character roles uh, a little bit more uh, defined for what I want to play. So um, did you just so, happen to stumble on acting or was that something you pursued? You know what, I, it was nothing, you know, when you're a kid, uh, some kids just for the most part, they see, a character and whatever it is they're watching on TV. And man, I, that would be so cool to be on TV. Well, I went through the same experience growing up and it was never something that I pursued. I mean, uh, at that time, it just, like I said, it landed on my lap. Uh, I was uh, asked to help with a pageantry for young ladies uh, from uh, London, England. And um, 
it was called Face of uh, Face of London, and some friends were doing some things to uh, help out the ladies uh, all around here in California, and it was uh, Face of uh, the USA, and it was to kind of empower these young ladies to have more uh, self uh, confidence. Well, as that journey progressed, I was asked to, uh, if I knew celebrities and I know certain people, would I mind asking them to, if they'd be interested in being a special guest and a celebrity host uh, for this pageantry. I reached out to a few people and um, some with response, some with no response, but uh, eventually I reached out to David Fernandez and um, we talked on the phone for a little while and um, you know, he came on board and um, on the way out of here, uh, he's saying, hey, uh, have you ever thought of acting? I'm like, oh, here's that spoo from, you know, that's just gonna go nowhere, you know, it's just, <laughs> It was just a icebreaker type thing, and it's like, oh, it's not gonna go down. And I said, yeah, you know, when you're young, you think about that, but after that, it's like, man, I'm a guy from San Bernardino. It's like I said, I'm just a simple man with ghetto plans. <laughs> I like that. I, I had no idea where I was going with it, but um, eventually, uh, as we're driving, he says, you know, I'm, I'm doing this movie, and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Anyhow, so uh, it, moving forward, um, he calls me one day and he says, hey, uh, I'm really considering you to uh, uh, send a script to you and read it. And then uh, I'd like you to audition in Studio City. So I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Well, I got the email late, early morning. And boy, boy, let me tell you, knowing nothing of filmmaking, I've never been on set, I knew nothing of it. Um, let alone like in my pictures taken and stuff. But um, <laughs> I uh, I went and auditioned for it. And bottom line was, I mean, there was a lot of people auditioning for all kinds of roles for this movie. And um, the bottom line is uh, I flubbed it up and, you know, and I just, he says, okay, man, we'll, we'll let you know. Uh, and like maybe a week or so later, I got a phone call from him. And he asked, hey, man, you sit down. I'm like, hey, what's up? He says, uh, my wife and I uh, uh, liked your look. And I'm like, what is it about my look? It's something about my eyes, you know, and the way I address certain things. And from there, he goes, you got the role. So I had no idea how prominent that character role is in, in, a, in a father's journey. My character name was Don, uh, Don Ramon. And um, I was a prominent uh, figure in, in Mexico. And this story is based on a, a true story of uh, his family. Um, and uh, so I had dialogue like, what the heck is this? You know, it's like, <laughs> how, how do I perform this? Because I knew, I, I really didn't, uh, there's nobody here that I knew at that time that was in filmmaking to help me get into the character. So everything I had to do on the beginnings and still today, I'm still learning, but I had to learn on my own. And it was, uh, it came difficult, but at the same time, it was um, some certain dialogue that was in there and things that happened in my life personally. I used that to 
portray my character role because uh, there's a scene where uh, I'm this young lady and we were to be married and um, we're in this, I go to, she comes into the store that I'm running because I'm helping a friend run this store um, because he's working to support the store and his family and I wasn't doing much so I encountered this young lady and um, we decided to get married and um, I went to propose to her and at that time uh, some bandits came in and robbed the store and killed my fiance in front of me. Oh, and fuck. after that, after that, I, uh, I went on a downhill. I was a town drunk. And so, uh, on YouTube, you'll see some of my scenes in a father's journey and, uh, make sure you have a box of tissues if you ever order it. <laughs> oh man. You know? It's one of those emotional ones. huh? And, and so I, I mean, I basically, uh, thanks to the casting crew and the director and the, uh, everybody involved, uh, giving me the guidance to uh, fulfill my character uh, in a meaningful way for this film. And uh, I, I had a lot of congratulations being my first film of everything in from beginning to end. And I. I'm just, I was blessed to do that. I was happy with that, you know, and then I started getting phone calls. People were connecting dots and what do you think about this? And hey, Ben, we'd like to be, you to be a part of this film, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've helped out uh, the kids in, in uh, Los Angeles with the film school. I've done a role for them. Uh, Damn, done, man, kicking ass. I've done, I've done some other films. I've had the opportunity to work with Richard Tyson uh, from Kindergarten Cop, Tom Sizemore, uh, Eric Roberts, uh, Damian Chapa, Miklo, Pete Koch, the Swede. Uh, who else? Uh, man, a, a lot of a lot of no names. Uh, Dang, you just jumped and, right uh, in, right? What's that? You just jumped right into the acting world, man. With no experience, you're you're what a natural. That? Oh, can you hear me? I think you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit, yeah. Yep, it's better now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've just had opportunities after opportunities to do a lot of independent films. One of them, uh, not too long ago, was a film called Gook. And it had to do with the Korean perspective of business owners in the black community and what happened in the LA uh, riots. Oh. And I, there I play another prominent role called, uh, my name was Don, uh, Don uh, Jesus, I'm sorry, Jesus. And um, it's called Gook, and I think you could still see it on, on uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix or what have you, but yeah, so I've, I've had a, a wonderful journey. Damn, man. I, I think it's amazing how with no experience, you just dive right into the acting world. And just like that, man, everybody loves you. You know, it's you're a natural, man. You just, you know, they threw you to, to the sharks and uh, you made it, you know? Yeah, you know, and, and where I go with it, 
I mean, I think it was my second film. Um, there's a process to get in the Screen Actors Guild, and I think it was my second film that I was already eligible. I had my my paperwork from uh, from Screen Actors Guild to sign up because I had done enough films, independent films, that um, I didn't have to go through the role of getting three vouchers. I my first one, I just I got it, and that was back in 2014. And um, I still haven't signed with SAG. <laughs> that's the money. That's the money. You know, paying your union dues, and then you can start asking for some more money. You know. That's when you're in. <laughs> I'm just winging it and just, you know what, when I'm ready, if I'm ready, I'll join it. If not, you know, we'll see. So were you nervous doing your first film? It was kind of exciting, but oh, hell yeah, I didn't know. Get What they say, get back to one. I'm like, they're like, Ben, go back to where you were originally, you know, stuff like that, you know. And uh, it's like when they're talking to you about a scene and you're looking, this is okay, you know, just don't look into the camera, just do your thing, you know, and it's like, and it's automatic that you see somebody over here and your eyes just wander, you know. So it, it's all a learning process of, uh, of uh, filmmaking and you know what, it, it's a lot of fun with the right people, a lot of fun. You know, if somebody told me not to look at the camera, it would make me want to look at the camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it just, it's just like uh, one of those senses, you know, you see this thing right in front of you and it's gigantic, you know, and um, you, you can't help but look at something off to the side, but you know, you control it after a while. It's like, you know, uh, you have an, one has an idea where, uh, where their place is on set, you know, so um, when you were uh, Don Ramon, right, when you're the store owner and then, um, you know, a tragedy happens and you become the town drunk, to get to, like, the like emotional state, to get very moving, like, did you have to, like, go into a certain mindset or just, bam, it just comes out like that? You're on point. You're on point. Again, I had to relive some uh, very difficult moments from my past and put them into that role uh, because there's different things that they can do to make it look like you're crying or, you know, it, there's things that they do, but mine was just all natural because I, I lived uh, my past in that character uh, throughout pretty much the whole film, but I had to bring myself to that point to deliver to the viewers, the audience that were watching and the camera, uh, that emotion that it took, uh, it takes to bring you to tears. And so uh, after I got done filming this one scene, I'm on the rock and I'm talking to David because David reaches out to me through the whole scene, trying to talk to me. And uh, he remembers me when uh, he was younger and Joey Medina tries reaching out to me. And, and I just, you know, um, I just, with my bottle, just, you know, going through the town and just ignoring everybody. And so there's a moment where David and I, and I think you'll see it if you look it up on YouTube, uh, you'll see where I'm having this heavy conversation and then you'll hear my voice crackle. And it was, a, yeah, it was a moment. But when we got done filming that, because we had done, I think, two takes to get everything right. Um, or stumbled on my lines and 
second time it was a it was a go and uh, after uh, it was such a critical scene Edgar uh, the cameraman and you know director he tells everybody to clear the set because it was a very emotional scene there was only a few uh, prop hands on and um, after we shot the second scene of that that moment um, I had to get off set and, and regroup. I had to walk. Uh, walk really? Away. Yeah, it was uh, because I had to relive some very disturbing moments that happened to me in my life and, you know, what I had gone through. And I had to shake that out of my head to get focused again. And um, I actually walked away and drank the six pack by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Needed a real drink, right? Directors, do, do what you got to do, but just, you know, you're right, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, it's hard because I know, but you killed it. And it's like, oh, that's all that mattered, you know. So I hope I don't have to go relive those moments again, but if I have to, to put on that, uh, that intense moment, well, it's got to be done. Hopefully I could think of some better things, not so harsh. <laughs> you know, I... You know, I'm pretty sure you've been through some shit, man. You know, being a Chicano in California growing up and, uh, you know, or being in the Marines, man. I'm, I'm sure you've seen some stuff, you know. Yeah, there's things I don't discuss, Chewy, but... Uh, mm -hmm. I understand. I, uh, uh, it's a long story. That's for another time. Yep. But, uh, but you know, uh, the, the positive thing is that, you know, you, you, it helped you in your acting. You know, that's one good thing. Yeah, one light that came. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't always live a, a, a life of, uh, I come from a poor family, uh, semi-poor, both parents worked. I was the, I'm the oldest and, uh, you know, you get those those chingasos from, from your dad when you don't do what you're supposed to do and your siblings right. don't do what you do, you're, you know, but... Uh, I think that's what's lacking in today's world is that, you know what, that belt and that manguera and the switch that you had to pick up the tree to whip your ass with, <laughs> that's what's lacking today because look, I didn't die from it and I got some brutal, brutal stuff, you know, and I think all Latinos have gone through that, you know? Yeah, so, I agree with you. I know that's a little off topic, but, uh, you know, I, um, uh, I was diagnosed with uh, bone cancer in, oh. in the military and and, and uh <coughs> long story short <coughs> uh, after i got operated on i got into uh <coughs> drugs it was a horrible horrible experience but i uh eventually overcame all that and started uh turning my life around and some positive things happened, you know? So, uh, because of what I did back then, I started giving back to the community because I felt I had taken so much away from the youth and from the parents that uh, I was doing what I was doing with. Give back, I, I could never repay uh, that debt, but all I could do is be a better man today and move forward. Smart man. You're a good guy, man. I try. I try to be. I try to be. You know that. You know you just uh, just giving back to the community itself, right there. That's that's just gonna help out 
you know, not just the community, but future generations. And, you know, it, it really gives back. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just, uh, not only that, it's a good feeling, you know, it's a really good feeling to uh, see joy <coughs> in others, uh, others' hearts that are struggling. So, and I don't have a lot of money, but I'll donate here X amount. I'm not going to go into detail. Um, I've helped out with backpack giveaways, you know, just little stuff. It's nothing big, nothing big, you know. Uh, I've done raffles for window tint for a couple windows on a car, you know, um, to help out events for special causes and stuff. So I, uh, I just feel that it's important if we all try to give just a little bit and make life a little easier for the less fortunate, we'd be in a better world today. I love that, man. I absolutely love that. And you're 100% right. You know, uh, like like you were saying, if everybody gave just a little bit, man, that's a lot. That That's huge. One person, brother, one person out of a family. I see young kids, entrepreneurs doing things to give back to the less fortunate. I'm like, oh, my God, such a great, great thing. You know, where some adults just rather spend it going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, but there are, there are a lot of good giving people all around. Um, we need more of them. Definitely. Definitely. You know, one thing I'll never forget uh, when I was a kid, um, you know, I have family in Mexico and we'd go to Hermosillo a lot to see my tios and tias and nana and and uh, we, so it was like a, you know, Mexico hall, it'll be a nice neighborhood. And then like right next to it, it'll be really bad. And there was this neighborhood where like people were living in like fucking cardboard houses, bro. And like, you know, Mexico is fucking hot, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck can they live like that? It's crazy. But I remember when we went over there, when we crossed the border, like, from here in the States, we got all kinds of like Snickers and Reese's and a whole bunch of candy, like a lot, like it was fucking Halloween or some shit. And we went to Mexico and we passed by the neighborhood of the cardboard houses and we just started handing all the little kids candies. And I was a kid myself. And man, like I felt so good doing that. Like I, I still remember doing that. Don't you tell know? me you kept a couple stickers for yourself. And you have to, bro. <laughs> just one or two, you know. <laughs> I taxed it, <laughs> but you know, yeah. I, I still Jesus. thank my parents. Four for you, five for Santa Claus. Four for you, five more for Santa Claus. <laughs> We're like, I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> but you know, it, it is. It's very poverty. You know, I, I, um, this is going to go a little political in a sense. Well, it is no sense behind it, but. You know, it's it's due to the to the corrupt government. Uh, I think things are getting better. Uh, I feel they are uh, getting better. Uh, it's they got a long road though. You know, uh, the corruptness that's in that that in Mexico just it's horrible. You know, from the the old president all the way down to the police mm -hmm. or the thieves or the thieves. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You go over yes. there and like uh, you get pulled over. They see American plates, although oh, pull you right over. Mm -hmm. 
they want a mordida. Yeah, yeah. I'll bite you, all right? I'll bite you. And I'm going to be out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah, but I've encountered that, too. I've encountered that. So, you know, uh, it's going to Mexico, jail in Mexico is nothing nice. Nothing nice. You think the jails here in California are bad? If you get put in one over there, that ain't nothing nice. I oh. know, first fact. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard some stories, man. I heard, like, they'll steal your shoes, take everything. Yeah, you have you have no choice. So, you, I mean, then you, you, you fight for it. And you're, you're still screwed being an American. You're screwed. Don't do it. You know, Give I, it to them. Yeah. Walk away. Look, walk away with your tail between your legs, but don't tell nobody. <laughs> fucking just, fucking just later be like, yeah, I beat their ass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I got mine, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it, it's just so impoverished, and uh, it's really sad to to see. You know, and there's another thing that uh, that really kind of gets me. I, I know there's a lot of churches that go to areas like that all over the world and they donate and they help us. Just, hot dang, we got that same stuff here in our own backyards. You ain't trying to fix that, but you will go on the dimes and dollars of people who donated you to go on a trip to another country. To do that when you have your own in your own backyard it never made sense to me never made sense to me yeah but hey if you guys want to ever pay for me to go help uh feed the homeless hook up with you and he'll give you my info that way i can get a free free experience on your dime hey you'll, you'll maybe you'll travel all around the world man so anybody listening you want to Donate to Ben right here. Help out the homeless. I mean, I like it, man. I dig it. <laughs> it's your dime, not mine. <laughs> you know, but we have. Hey, we we have enough people uh, in in our own surrounding areas that under the right circumstances, uh, let's say they were working and because of COVID or whatever, they're homeless. I I do this not every day, but. When I do see somebody, I mean, like I have bottles, cans, plastics. There's a lady that drives by every week before the trash comes. And every once in a while, I'll give her a bag of cans and plastic. Nice. And she's like, oh, I got, you know, I'm getting my kids. Whether she is or not, you know, uh, saying she's trying to pay her way for her kids to go to college, you know. Whether it is true or not, but. She don't mean no harm, and they're going to go in the trash or somewhere anyway. So, hey, give it to them. Very true. It ain't no hurt, hurt nobody, you know? No, no, no. I got a good idea. I might get hungry later, baby. Hold this hot dog for me. <laughs> See, this is why when I transport weed, I only carry one gram on me, but I carry it in a, like an 800-pound safe. We are Happy Hour News Team. Follow us. We love Florida, man.
don't know where you're at oh i know where i'm at oh but you just said where am i well i was trying to like (laughs) i didn't even think about it fuck there's a microphone (laughs) i think you've had too much We are happy hour news. We are happy hour news. You can't be fixed. All the women in the neighborhood, they say you're damaged. What the fuck are you talking about? We are happy hour news team. Follow us. Let's uh, let's get back around to to our regular regularly scheduled bullshit. <laughs> the universe of every religion and none, written by Roderick Edwards, narrated by John Ashton Nickerson. Roderick Edwards is the author of books as varied as a fictional account of a person living in a deserted world to an autobiography about his adoption and reunion to this book about the universe. Find out more at RoderickE.com. Hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show. And this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist. And man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around. And this guy is keeping me busy, yo. Yeah, I'm just getting so many celebrity guests. Thank you so much, Steve Joyner. And um, if you yourself are an actor, director, producer, and you are looking for a uh, publicist, do not hesitate to contact Steve, right? He is a really cool guy. You'll love him, okay? His phone number is 816 605-4561 or if you would like to email him it's uh, all one word starts with a capital S and it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com so again starts with a capital S and then it's t-e-v-e-s-j-n-e-t-w-o-r-k at gmail.com Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. It'll go in recycle or maybe for my next barbecue. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and uh, I was born in California. I was born in L.A. And uh, I moved here to Arizona when I was like 10. But one thing I miss about California is there's so many like paleteros and you know it's like fucking people hustling yo and i love it man you know people with little they could do they'll just do anything they can to make money you know you know what the thing is that it it um breaks my heart to 
see that individuals can toss up a pile of money just out of hatred. That's all it is. And um, these guys, whether they're on, on government aid or not, or that's their sole source of income, they're still grinding. They're still grinding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, uh, I got to put my phone on silent, you guys. Sorry, because uh, I forgot to do that earlier. No worries. Yeah, because I'm already getting texts. And uh, so anyhow, yeah, it just breaks my heart to see this this country, this nation going to pot, you know, and uh, the the hatred that is coming upon us uh, as Latinos uh, in a bad form uh, just because. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and here in Arizona, man. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm, I'm just, I'm keeping it real, Joy. Yep, for sure. Real. For sure, you know, man. I too, uh, look, I just turned 60 September 30th. At 59 years old, I've been approached by a supremacist. I've been approached by two black young men and not in a good way. And boy, oh boy, it, it would have been ugly. It could have been ugly. It could have been ugly, you know. And um, I, uh, you know, as, as Latinos, we're, we're proud people. We don't let nobody disrespect us. And I didn't mm-hmm. give them a, a piece of my mind. But when you see uh, un montón de gente de otra raza, you got to know when to when to just back off and leave it alone and just, uh, and when, by the time I got in my truck, I was like this, I just wanted to just hit that young cat, you know, just right there. But I made a comment on social media about it because I was so angry. And uh, a couple of my friends of another race is like, why did you call me? You know, why did you call me? You know, and and they're of that same race. So I was like, uh, you know, we don't need no shoot them up, bang, bang. I just had to suck it up and walk away. But, um, you know, you know, you need to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Got to pick it. your battles, right? Eh? Yeah, 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 you know. Uh, there's no way it would have been one-on-one. With, even though I'm older with that young cat, there was no way. I would have put the coals to him, but there was no way that uh, it would have been one-on-one. I'm sure you would have put them hands on them, though, man. You got that experience. You know, you, I see that gangster in you. <laughs> it's not about gangster. Look, it's, look, people, I, I'm, I'm about 5'5", five, 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 somewhere. I'm on 170, 175. I, look, if I put my life on the line and, and joined the military, to serve this country, to die, do you think that something like that is going to instill fear in me? All it did was piss me off. I bet, man. Yeah. Just say it. Yep. That's 100% right there, man. Don't mind me. I'm having my little cigars. 
Dude, you know, I, I quit tobacco a long time ago, but sometimes seeing little cigars like that or like black amounts, like I kind of crave them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's my routine. It's my routine. I get up, have my coffee in the morning. I live right close to the mountains. Back there is the garage, and that's north. So San Manuel Indian Casino in Bingo is right there. Uh, Big Bear, Lake Arrowhead, Blue Jay. The beautiful mountains there. And then to the east of me is where that El Dorado fire is, not too far from here. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, it's it, it just sad, you know, what's, what happened, but all the fires. But anyhow, uh, that was a global warning, warming, you guys. That was not global warming. That was idiots. <laughs> I heard it was like a baby reveal party or something, right? The, yeah. Or gender reveal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then that, that poor uh, firefighter, the hotshot guy, died in that fire. It was just so sad. Oh, really? Yeah, so, you know, and the repercussions on that for that poor family. You know, I, I just think about the, the young, the, the lady, I don't know how old she is, the female that's having this baby. What stress that is putting on her body, and will she be able to overcome that with knowing? And I, I it was stupid, but I don't... Something like that was, I don't feel was intentional, but it was a, a stupid act to have done, even for the photographer to have even allowed that. So there's repercussions on, on that, you know, especially the death, you know, and now that poor pregnant lady, you know, with all that stress, who's going to know if her baby's going to be okay, you know? Another life's lost, uh, hopefully not. I didn't think about that, honestly. You know, and there's probably a lot of people talking shit to her, you know, if they know who it is. Yeah, 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 and it just, uh, it was a horrible mistake that uh, was just something that should have been common sense. Yeah, and you know, it, yeah, you're 100% right, and you know, so, sometimes you don't think about things like my buddies, uh, you know, we're in Arizona and we'll go shooting in the desert sometimes, and my buddy, he took tracer rounds, <laughs> And um, shot him, you know, he wasn't thinking, shot him in like a grassy area. And here we got that fucking buffalo grass, that dry ass grass that lights really fast. I'm pretty sure there's a lot over there too. And fuck, man, it started to fire right away. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it, it was a small fire and we were able to put it out in time. But that could have been a big fucking fire. There was fire because your eyes say different <laughs> yeah. we're like oh fuck dude we panicked and it was crazy you know it could have been a huge fire in no time and we would have just ran you know yeah 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 just you know it's just being vigilant and uh kind of uh you just gotta just gotta think you just gotta think before you do something like that i i'm sure we've all done something stupid but in our life, but uh, yeah, it's just sad. It's very sad. Very sad. Are you guys having the, the three-digit numbers out there right now with this heat? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. It's, it's fucking October, and it's still like 100 degrees, man. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be cooling down soon, but it's we're in the hundreds right now here, too. Ain't nothing nice. It's crazy, man. I, I October. Yeah, I don't remember it being like this last year, huh? No, 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 no. We had moderate winds last year. At a point, they got pretty 
pretty windy, but uh, man, this this heat is just forever. It's like you want to stay away from going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like a teaser, right? <laughs> it, I, I, yeah, it's scary, man. I'm like, what the fuck? It's supposed to be fall already, you know, and it was supposed to be cooling down last month. <laughs> and there we are in three-digit numbers. Yeah, yeah. You know, truly, I've had a, I've had a great uh, journey. In life, to be able to uh, reach sixty, uh, a lot of the people I know from that were younger than me have died of uh, drug addiction and so forth. And uh, it's brought to it has been brought to my attention through other people that I still don't stay in contact when I see them. Uh, I say, Man, I don't know how you did it, and you still live there, in in an area where you know people. I, say, I just I had to make a choice, you know, and. I didn't want to go down that path no more. And the choice, first choice and second choice wasn't by me. It was court ordered. So you know, <laughs> had no choice, you know. Uh, but I, I, I mean, we all have choices, whether we do that or not. Uh, but to get into filmmaking later in life in 2013, uh, to start off, it was really crazy for me because um, I never, never my wildest would have thought an opportunity might never happen. It's funny how just out of nowhere, just fell in your lap and you did amazing, you know, right away you, you got it, man. Yeah, I just, um, I, you know, they say you get that bug, you get the bug, you know, so uh, let's see what this year comes, uh, uh, brings my way. I really don't search for doing any films, although I can. I just, is it bad? You, 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 you just don't want it bad enough. I'm like, I'm, you know, I, it's like, hey, if you want me in a film, show me the money. <laughs> hey, money talks, right? <laughs> yeah, but if you know what I have to, you know, um, and, and the crazy thing is, too, is that, my first film, I started off with dialogue. I didn't, never done background work, you know? I, I just, I wasn't Doug one, Doug two, homeboy <laughs> one, homeboy two. I was, uh, I had a character name and I had dialogue. And uh, man, this old man can barely remember yesterday, more or less the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Porky Pig, that, 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 that's all folks. <laughs> And some people have to be in like in the like small background roles for years before they get any dialogue. Yeah, uh, I've had people ask me, "Ben, I'm only had my second voucher, and you got one, and you're already eligible." And then, like, I need one more. Put me in the film, you know. And it's like, it's not up to me, you know. All I could do is suggest to you know the independent directors, but other than that, you know. Uh, People could ask me, well, why didn't you sign with SAG, you know? And it's like, I think $3,200 to join the union. But then you get the perks, you know, to vote for the films, uh, the work, you know, films when you see them uh, on TV. Uh, just, there's a, there's, you know, you get retirement, you get all this, and that, but you have to 
build so much work in order to be there, you know, your medical and all that. And it's like, uh, 3,200 bucks. I think, think I could take me a trip to Cabo. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Get more experience. Yeah. But I, you know what? I, I, I've had a, I've been blessed to, you know, work with some amazing directors, cast and crew, uh, um, known actors. I mean, never in my wildest dreams would I thought I'd ever meet Richard Tyson, you know, and uh, or or Damien Chapa or Eric Roberts, or work with them. Let alone, you know. Yeah, that's badass, man. Were you nervous meeting them? No, they're they're you know they're really down to earth. Uh, just don't invade their space when they're in makeup, and you're all right. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, they're they're really not that um, persona of what you know. Certain I've encountered uh, what the hell's his name, Gary Busey, at an airport years ago when I was in the military. Really, he was a cocky son of a bitch. I said, "Hey, Gary, you know, uh, can I get your autograph?" You know, I'm like. Okay, I'm going to just yell out Gary Busey's in here. And he <laughs> turned around, he looked at me, he goes, grab my ticket. Like, asshole. <laughs> you got him right there, bro. That That's smart. So, uh, I just, you know, I yanked his chain. I was in the military. I didn't, you know, I was, I was, I was coming back from North Carolina or something. I flew into uh, Ontario or LAX. And, uh, yeah, it was just so bizarre. Then he had that, uh, he had an ugly car out there too. That was crazy scene too. That ugly car out there. I don't remember. It was like, it reminds me of one of those movies that he would be in, you know. <laughs> it's all beat up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, about, when, I was, about beat up, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I remember in the, in, fuck, was it the airport? We saw uh, Sofia Sofia Vergara. Oh yeah, but man, she did not want to give any autographs. She did not acknowledge anybody. She'd be there all day, bro. But you know, the thing is, I think that when uh, they get that to that point, they've been so inundated with it that they just don't have a normal life, or they just. The tip, some what you would call typical hobsnob uh, Hollywood, um, uh, but you know, it's good for them to stop for a moment, sign a few autographs, and get on their way. They they feel that they don't have to, but you know what? We the viewers are what pays you because of the movies you make. Mm-hmm. So. Very true. You know, if you can't support your your viewers and the people that ask you, you don't have to sign a thousand autographs. Just hey, be cordial. I said, you know what? Can only do four because I'm, you know, and I'm in a rush. But be cordial. Sign a few. That's it. Then go on. At least, you know, not to be. Uh, you know, I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so when you're famous, Ben, you're gonna be signing a whole bunch of. I ain't got time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. I, I just, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't know the direction I'm, I want to go. Uh, I've had a good experience. And uh, to say that uh, the bug 
treated me well. And um, we'll see what happens. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Um, shout out to my boy Jaime Lyrics out in Madeira. Uh, Danny, the guys from Falcon Films. Uh, really good bunch of people out there. Uh, had an opportunity to work with them, I think it was last year, out in Madeira. For a project that I can't speak of, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's been some, quite a few films I've been in, and it just um, still stagnant, still stagnant, you know. So they get shot for a while, you know, and until they get whatever they have to get together on it and put it out there. But you know, I, I would encourage somebody, you know, the youth or anybody who wants to do film, those iPhones and iPads do some amazing work with that and do your own skits you know and hey youtube's a place to put that stuff on and make some money if you wanted to that's great advice man and you know you're right bro the, the fucking phone cameras are like fucking 4k now and like it's crazy how much detail there is in them now and you don't even have to have them activated you buy one at the ramate the swap meet and a good phone and just use it for video so you can get multiple angles. Just saying. Oh, fuck, bro. I never thought about that. That's fucking smart, dude. You Holy. don't have to activate the phone to use a camera. Bro. I never thought about that. That's fucking smart, man. <laughs> just saying, you know. Like I said, I'm just a simple man with, a, with ghetto plans, bro. Dude, I love that quote, man. That's <laughs> that should be your motto. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, man. So, um, so where can people find you or find your word? Um, I'm under. I think I have two. I have two pages. One's an acting page uh, under Ben Munoz, and then my other personal one's Ben Munoz. I don't know the links. I know Instagram is Ben underscore Munoz underscore. Uh, it's basically everything's under Ben Munoz. Uh, even on YouTube, you just YouTube, you can see a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I've done on YouTube that my friend Jack Neal, we call him Shanghai Jack. He's uh, we that guy, he'll pick me up. I said, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the red carpet. I don't want to go. No, I'm picking up. He's out front honking, getting out. I'm like, oh, my God. He goes, get ready. Let's go. I said, no, I don't want to go. I get ready, and I was like, oh, shit, man. We're videoing. We're telling our journey, and uh, it, it's just we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, and, uh, uh, yeah, there's been some very special moments with that guy. But uh, he's a good friend of mine. He does a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes videos for me, uh, interviews, uh yeah, uh, he's edited some footage for me. Uh, if it wasn't for him, uh, I don't even know if I would have got the role in Gook as uh, uh, Jesus. But uh, that's another one you can find on, on YouTube. Uh, the audience uh, applause is just amazing when they announced my name. It was just like, rah, rah. Oh, so man. Good. Felt so good to hear that, you know. I bet you got but, a hell uh, of a rush. Well, I, was, I didn't even have that prominent role, you know, but you see it, I think you'll understand. 
the audience review because they'll go down the line with all the actors and the, 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 the title positions that everybody had on set. And uh, it was just, it was, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal feeling and uh, great, uh, great experience. Uh, uh, I think that's been the highlights of my, my life was uh, being able to at least film a couple movies and work with some well-known people. It, it's great. It's great. It's Fuck great. yeah, man. You know, and um, just keep up the good work, man. And uh, I just love how, you, you know, you were able to just get that emotional roll out there and just, you know, your first try, man, you have no acting experience and bam, fucking nailed it, bro. Have everybody crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was, uh, it was crazy. It was uh, definitely, uh, at that point, when we had the, uh, uh, the the viewing of the film, uh, actually to see myself on screen, um, I didn't know how to take it in. It was like, okay, cool, you know. It was like, aren't you happy, man? You kicked ass, and I, I, I don't know what it, that means. I just thought it was pretty cool, you know. <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was, it was beyond cool is being able to have worked with some amazing actors. That was, those were my highlights, you know, honestly. You know, the roles were, were good. I, I appreciate them, but, um, and getting some education from other people that were on, you know, that worked in the film industry that kind of given me guidance throughout the years on different sets, you know. I did, uh, uh, I did one background role for uh, uh, what the heck was it? Uh, God, I can't even think the, the name of it. Uh, that's how far back it was. <laughs> I, have something, I have something here. Uh, you know who these cats are there's that's, that's the card they give you when you walk in the gate really yeah it was uh uh soc what yeah yeah with the, the riots and all that yeah holy shit that's crazy and i can't even remember the name of the movie it's on netflix and all that I'll yeah. definitely have to check that out. SOC? Yeah. Uh, um, straight out of Compton. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Bro, that's fucking badass. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like SOC, and I'm trying to think of the name, but it's been so long. Like, again, I'm old, so. It happens, man. <laughs> It was that brain fart moment, you know? Yeah. So, and, um, hey, so, so, yeah, um, you know, uh, Ben Munoz and uh, your socials, right? Yeah, 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 everything, my social media, uh, even my IMDb, Internet Movie Database, is under Ben Munoz. You can see all the films that I've done. I haven't made my IMDb pro because uh, something, there was a glitch on something, and, uh, it's like 
why am I going to pay it right now anyways? I, I'm not filming, but you could see I have pictures of other actors and myself on there. And, uh, but you could see the movies that I've done, you know, on, on there. Awesome, man. Well, you know, thanks again for coming on, man. And, uh, you're a great guy, man. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, uh, shout out to Steve Joyner for connecting the dots for you and I too. Yes. Very big. Thanks to Steve. Um, you know, hooking us up, you know, I, I just love how he, you know, just like connecting me with you, man. You know, just we've been texting and you're, you're an amazing person, man. You're such a cool guy. And, you know, Steve's just been hooking it up, man. So it's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for having me, Joy. And uh, keep me posted. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, um, just, just send me those links and I'll post them on the episode descriptions. And, um, Awesome, man. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Have a good day. You Guys, too. Stay blessed. Have a good day. Later. Audio Jungle. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find me at anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. There'll be three options for a monthly subscription. First one, I believe, starts at a dollar a month, yo. Yeah, dollar a month. Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes, and behind-the-scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.